absolutely not is normalizing the standard, period. If you bring the whole table, then you can sit with us. We're bringing all the uncomfy combos and creating an unapologetic space to drive the culture forward respectfully. Cause it seems like everyone wants to keep their opinions in the comment section. Absolutely not. What is up world? It's your girl, Alora, and we're back with your favorite podcast, Absolutely Not, hosted by a girl with unpopular opinions. Today on the show, we have my favorite guest, a fashion enthusiast, lover of fitness, serial entrepreneur, business owner, model, and actress. Yes, honey, Miss <laughs> Brandy Vaughn. Hey guys, great, just gave me all that accolades. <laughs> I'm like, wow, okay. Girl, you deserve <laughs> them you. all. Thank you, thank you. Happy to be here. So happy to be here. I'm so glad that you came. Yes. I was nervous to reach out, but I'm so glad you were. Oh, girl, we are girls, girls. Okay, like okay. we. We're here. So thank you. Thank you. Okay. So while I have you here, could you tell us a little bit about you? Where do you, where are you from? Okay. So I live here in Dallas. Um, Love it here. It is evolving. It is growing. Um, Dallas is where it's at. And I just need anybody that's watching this to understand that and know that like we are on the up and coming. And um, along with the accolades that you gave me, which thank you, um, I am just diving into my business womanhood right now. Like I am an all around businesswoman, serial serial entrepreneur. Um, Right now I have a liquor company, distribution company, clothing store, and a couple other projects that I'm working on that I'm not gonna like say yet, but just know that it's it's some good things in the works. And y'all. Take notes. Silence is golden. <laughs> if you're working on anything, just be quiet. Yes, yes. We do not, you know, just don't announce our projects until they're they're up and running because you just never know who's watching, who's listening, and yeah, I've just not put on a shot well. that. Yes, yeah. excellent, Brandy. So I guess I want to talk a little bit more about your newest um, entrepreneurial activity, yes. your liquor store, yeah. 73rd Wine and Spirits. Excellent. Okay, so I know that you have this liquor store here in mm-hmm. Dallas, and y'all be sure to pull up and support. Look, but please, could you, your bars. Period. <laughs> <laughs> could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, it's actually my first dive into the liquor industry, which is so much fun. Never knew that it would be this much fun. Um, I started it in a kind of like a um, tribute to my sister. My sister was a bartender, mixologist, amazing mixologist. She tragically passed away. Um, And we wanted to do something in honor of her. She used to always want us to open up a daiquiri shop. And I'm just always like, when I'm driving around Dallas, I'll always like stop and like, see if there's real estate or something like an empty building. And I'm calling people. I'm like, I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm calling. I just want to know what the, what the rent is. What are y'all doing? So um, happened to stumble upon this building that used to be a liquor store um, that I ironically was going to every day during quarantine. Yes, I was drinking every day during quarantine. <laughs> we all were, Every girl. single day during quarantine. <laughs> and they had a for lease sign up. And I'm like, it's very rare that you see, you know, liquor stores either closing or going up for lease. So automatically my little spidey senses is going off. I go in and they're like, yeah, we're, you know, we just have some other things going on. So I'm like, okay, sis. <laughs> I end up getting the information and... That was my first dive into the liquor industry. And that's okay. just like, just honestly, a it was her. It was all her. So it's been amazing. Named it after her. Her birthday is 7-3. So that's where the 73rd came Aww. from. A lot of people ask that. They're like, where does the 73rd come from? It's like a street. Da, da, da. I'm like, no, it's my sister's birthday. So it's all in homage to her. And it's been amazing. And it's been so much fun. And I would have never thought that this is an industry that I would have ended up in because I started in fashion and fitness and all these things. But 
the liquor is fun and it's where it's at. And I'm just, it's, it's amazing. And it's a great location, Lemon Avenue. Um, so yeah. That is so exciting. Yeah, thank you. It's so awesome to see young black women thriving, especially in Dallas, yeah. and doing things that we wouldn't typically do. Yep. And I love that yeah, you thank pay you. tribute to your sister thank as well. You. So I guess my next question for you, um, I know that your bio also says that you're a model. Mm-hmm. So I saw your billboard with Skims, y'all. She's not one to play with. <laughs> but I guess, like, how did that come about? So I'm going to touch on two things really quickly. Um, it came about from a great opportunity off of actually Instagram. Um, my PR has always told me, like, no matter what, if a brand is paying you or not, always tag your brands. You never know who's watching. You never know who could be scrolling through on their social media team. They want to use, they want to send you something. Cause a lot of people are like, I paid for this. I'm not tagging them. Like, no tag your brands. If you're a social media influencer or just want to get out there and want to start that, like get in that lane, always tag your brands. So, um, yeah, they reached out to me on Instagram, ended up going through my, my, um, PR, my manager at the time, but found me on Instagram Wow! and we're like, you know, we love how you represent the brand. We love your look. Like, um, we want to bring you out to LA to be a part of our anniversary campaign. I just thought it was going to be like, I don't know, just, I'm going to be either, I don't know, just take pictures in it. They called me like three weeks later and we're like, so yeah, your billboard's going up in New York city. Um, here's where it's going to be. I'm like, I almost wrecked my what? car. Like, <laughs> I was driving and I was like texting a driver i'm not gonna lie but i was looking at something i was like i literally like i called my mom immediately it's my best friend i was like oh my god like i didn't know this was gonna be like i'm gonna be in new york we have to fly out and wow they put me on a billboard in new york like they did that for um six of their models it was me lala um i think addison ray a whole bunch of other like tiktok influencers and they picked little old me so i'm like little old you. no but Come i on, like Brandy. this is not real <laughs> like and not to say I, modeling wasn't always my passion but i was just thinking like it's so many supermodels that like go their whole lives and all they want to do is be on a billboard all they want to do is be in vogue and like there's, it's just not by chance i don't believe that things happen by chance like this is just my sister and god and just giving me these gifts and these it was just it was amazing oh my god so. girl Ooh. no i'm sorry i've had a note okay i'm not to cut that out but um <laughs> i'm getting a little emotional because yeah. everything that you said is so true yeah like things do not happen by coincidence mm-hmm. and like period favor ain't fair yeah favor is not yep. fair there are so many people in this life that have these goals that they want to achieve and like me personally, I'm the same way. I have like this list of all the things that I want to accomplish and I'm kind of like at a stalemate right now. Mm-hmm. Not really sure what I wanna do and I'm just in this period where like, I don't want nothing if it's not from him. Absolutely. I only want what God wants for mm-hmm. me, whatever that is. I have no clue what it is, yeah. but I'm ready to accept it. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of where I'm at in life. And you saying that, I just feel like was God speaking through you. Absolutely. And walking in your purpose. And he's going to give us what he wants for us, not what anybody else wants, not what we think. You know, it's it's unreal. Just the things that have transpired since. So, wow. Yeah. And what you just explained is like miracles that people like pray to happen. Oh, yeah. And I'm just, you know, sometimes you're just like, I don't deserve this. And not not even I don't deserve this, but like 
God, like, why are you giving this to me? Why is this, you know, what are you showing me? What are you giving me? I know you took the most precious thing from me, but he's like, yeah, that I, I had to do that, but also I'm doing this. And this is what, this is what you deserve. And this is where I'm about to take you. If you just be still, you just listen, you let me show you that's, oh, wow. Yeah. That is definitely a moment that you can just say like, God yeah. is the one that made Absolutely. this happen. Absolutely. I live for moments like that. Yeah. So I kind of want to ask you, I know that you also like obviously are a model, but you also dabbled in dance. I was also a ballerina. Yeah. I want to know, like being in this industry of like entertainment and like always, I would say it's kind of like a superficial industry. Mm -hmm. Very much so. Everything Very is much heavily so. focused on how we look and right. what we wear, things like that. How has that affected you and like the way that you get dressed, mm -hmm. the way that you live out your life? Yeah. Um, so I feel like, and I've always been taught and I've always, I feel like I've always kind of been this way. I've always been taught to like present yourself like a lady, present yourself like a woman. And I think that coming from a classically trained studio, mm -hmm. um, we're taught to walk a certain way and be a certain way. And oh, this ballet is going to, you know, give you everything and you're like, it's going to teach you everything that you need to know about your poise and how you should dress yes. and all these things. And I think that like that really molded me. Mm -hmm. um, seeing, you know, these women that look so classy and they look just so like feminine. Like mm -hmm. I've always loved that. So I feel like that just kind of stuck with me from being a ballerina since the age of two. And, you know, we, wow. we see these these older, the older ballerinas, you remember, like we see the girls like, I want to be like her yes, Misty and Copeland. how they walk and how they dress. And they're so slender and they're so feminine. Um, I'm not really big on body image per se. I, I would say I'm more like um, more fixated on like, how do I see myself? Like, mm -hmm. it's not about what other people see or whatever, what other people it's accepted. It's like, how do I see myself? Like, what do, what do, when I look in the mirror, like Brandy, how do you perceive yourself? And that's kind of what drives me. It's like, I want to be the best version of myself for me, not mm -hmm. for what anybody else sees or what they expect or, you know, um, anything like that. So I think that being a, ballerina and growing up that growing up that way and being disciplined and having all these positive role models around us like ballerinas and dancers and people that have all these dreams and goals like that's kind of what molded me because it's like well they did this and you know they started where I started so if they're there and I'm watching them and they're who I kind of want to be like like I'm, I'm obviously on the right path mm -hmm. so just stay disciplined keep going to classes I mean I danced every day I was actually talking to a friend about this I danced I was dancing every day would get out of school at 3 30 go to dance at four dance until nine monday through friday still wow. have to go do homework after that then go to dance on saturdays from 9 a.m to noon like i was just programmed like a robot mm -hmm. but it molded me to be like the workhorse that i am now yeah and i that that i'm like i was so grateful for that i told my parents the other day i was like thank you for like making me go and like oh <laughs> being like even the days i didn't want to go like, oh, i don't want to dance or like no you're going oh, yeah. we paid for the month you're going <laughs> no for <laughs> real we paid heavy on we yeah. paid for the month you are going <laughs> so i i'm like thank you for that and so. you know what that is so interesting i didn't even realize that even back then, because like I'm really like heavily focused on my routine for mm -hmm. the day. Like some people have a morning routine, but I have like a daily routine. Yeah. I don't know if like I have ADHD or something. Y'all can clinically diagnose me, but <laughs> 
I have to follow like certain steps. I have to get up in the morning. I have to do my skincare. And then after that, I have to eat breakfast, go Uh to the gym. Like there's a system in which I do things. Uh And for a while, I felt very unbalanced. Like after I graduated from college, I moved back home with my parents and I was there. But I noticed that like I wasn't very motivated or I wasn't very disciplined because like I could not keep a consistent gym regimen Mm -hmm. or I couldn't keep up with like my eating because I'm one of those people like I don't really have to eat. Yeah. Like I could go all day without eating and it won't like bother me. Yeah. But I noticed that I started gaining weight. Mm -hmm. And so I noticed that like it's really hard for me to not have a routine. Yeah. And so having you said that being a ballerina does kind of put you in this like programming so maybe it's nothing wrong with me it's just my childhood no absolutely yeah like having a routine is so important having a routine because like if you wake up and you're just like oh don't know what i'm gonna do today like let me just kind of wing it but no when you like you said when you wake up i don't think there's nothing wrong with that waking up i'm gonna do my skincare then after that i'm gonna go to the gym then after that i'm gonna i know i need to have breakfast Mm -hmm. like i think that that's healthy and that's good to instill into you know if you want to have children that's good to even instill into your children because that's kind of what like helps you have a very healthy like lifestyle um, regimen routine like that's there's nothing wrong with that absolutely now i noticed that you said that you're not very big on body image and you just are more so focused on how you perceive yourself Mm -hmm. how long did it take you to develop that mindset is that something a way that you've always been or i think yeah honestly i feel like i've always been that way i I've never really, not going to say cared about what people thought, because obviously, you know, I don't like when people are like, I don't care what anybody thinks. Like, yes, you do. To a degree, yes, you do. <laughs> um, but I just feel like it comes with confidence. And I think that, like, again, I really thank my parents for, like, instilling this level of confidence in me because not, and there's a difference between confidence and cockiness. Like, no, like, you can, you can feel like that girl, but also be humble. Like, mm-hmm. I'm confident. And I'm confident in the way I look. And I'm confident in the way that you know, other people perceive me. Um, So no, I don't, I think like that's, I've always been that way. I love that. I I really feel like I've been that way since I was little. Like I've never really had body image issues or feeling like I'm too skinny or too fat. Well, actually, I really didn't like when people call me skinny. I think that just came from dance. Like don't call me skinny. Like, because people don't want to be called fat. Like it's the same thing. Like you don't want to be called skinny if it's a, it's like a mental thing for you. Mm -hmm. We don't, I mean, yeah, we want to, we want to feel good and we want to be thin and we want to be healthy, but like, don't call me skinny. Like that's insulting. And I've actually been on both sides of the spectrum. Like growing up, I was a very thin girl, Mm -hmm. but like I was also a ballerina. And then like, as I started to go through puberty, you know, things started to like kind of spread out. Mm -hmm. I got very heavy chested and I was like still this thin little stick. So I was very unproportioned for a while. And like that kind of gave me body image issues. Sure. And then like, as I got older, you know, grown woman weight happens and Mm -hmm. like everything started to fill out. But I'm like, oh my God, now I'm not as thin as I used to be. And like my whole personality. (laughs) I mean, now. Right, yeah. It's weird how it changes, like how the BBLs were in and all that. And And now now everybody's like, like, I want to be be so skinny. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then um, I don't mean to go back on it, but um, so when I was dancing, I was in a predominantly white school. Mm -hmm. And contrary to what people would think like you would think like oh she's the only black girl brown girl whatever but for me it was like i liked that because 
they it was weird like the girls would kind of be like oh like i I want your hair like it mm-hmm. was it was the opposite for yeah me. Mm-hmm. as it being like oh i want straight hair you know everybody was kind of like looking at me like the outcast it was the opposite mm-hmm. so i think that too like gave me a lot of confidence because at that age younger like we kind of typically don't experience that until we're older where yeah. we start seeing you know white girls whatever hispanic girls like wanting what we have but i kind of experienced that a little younger yeah and i think that that helped a lot too and gave me a lot of confidence because i'm like well they like they're like playing in my hair and they but not like <laughs> on a, like a weird like weird Barbie don't touch my hair yeah like thing but it just it gave me some confidence so i love that and i would say someone that i was speaking to recently asked me because i grew up like in a predominantly white area i'm a suburban girl yeah (laughs) (laughs) so they were asking me they're like i don't know how they knew this but they were like you going to a predominantly white school and like being a ballerina would you do the same thing with your kids or would you maybe send them to an all black school and allow them to go to places like Dallas Black? Mm-hmm. And so I look at it from both sides of the spectrum because I feel like a lot of, okay, for one, like black people, unfortunately, we're the minority. Right. In any space that we go in, whether that be tech, I mean, the only space where we're really dominating is typically entertainment, mm-hmm. but even like the largest players are white. Right. And so I was explaining to her that I love my upbringing because I'm not nervous when I'm the only black person in the room. Like mm-hmm. it's a normal thing for me. Right. And it, it's something that's always been like, I don't even notice it anymore. Yeah. And I feel like it's important because once you graduate from your high school or you leave your HBCU, once you get into the real world, wherever you're going to work is going to be predominantly white. Right. And so I feel like starting that level of confidence early where Mm -hmm. you feel confident enough to speak in a room with people that don't look like you and still like find a way to be authentically yourself is so important. I agree. I 1000% agree. So I guess my next question for you would be, um, being a model, how has that shaped who you've become? I feel like being a model, um, it's given me a lot of confidence, which I think like, not to say a lot of people lack, but I just think like, I'm very, very, very grateful for the opportunities and for the experiences. Um, It's given me the ability to travel. It's given me the ability to become more worldly and go to a lot of places that some other people may not have the ability or even ever be able to experience. Mm you know, they'll sometimes fly you to these really cool destinations, do these photo shoots. Um, again, like the the billboard in New York, like that's just, it's given me the ability to like dream big, like mm-hmm. seriously dream big because there is no dream too small. And I think that like, I want to teach my kids that too. Yeah. Um, I keep saying kids. I was like, what's happening? You talk about kids. Um, but it's really shaped and given me just this, like there, no dream is too small. Mm-hmm. No idea is too small. If God puts it in you, then you have the ability to go there. Absolutely. And I'm just really grateful for um, all the experiences that it's given me. Yeah. I'm glad that you said that. Yeah. Like literally the world is so large. Yes. If the world is that big, we can dream that big too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So with you being young, successful, an entrepreneur, and like also traveling a lot with your business and with being a model, how do you balance that? Routine. Routine. And um, 
I started something not too long ago with myself where I was just like, you know what, Brandy, you're overextending yourself. Um, You're (laughs) overextending yourself. It's okay to say no. It's okay to say no and not even be apologetic about it. Like, no, I just, not even in a bitchy way, but no, I don't want to. Yeah. Like, it's not serving me. I'm tired. I need my rest. I need to love on myself a little bit. And people don't understand even the toll that it has on your mental and on your, you know, on your time and on just all these things. So I think that, yeah, it's just like learning to say no and learning to like what um, delegate like your time. Like I'm really big on family. So like Mm -hmm. I know that like I want to spend this amount of time with my family. I know I need to give this amount to my friends. I know I need to give this time to my self-care like giving yourself that time and also giving yourself grace because sometimes we do like overextend ourselves. But that's when I told myself like, no, I'm not doing that anymore. Like I need to balance my time. I still want to like get my sleep in. I still want to get like, I'm, I'm really big on facials and I'm really yes. big on like doing my self care routine at home. Like mm-hmm. even if it's just sitting and like making a smoothie and sitting there on my patio and drinking it, mm-hmm. like this is serving me right now. Yes. <laughs> this is what I want to do. If I'm saying no, I don't want to go to this party. It's not because like, I don't want to be around those people. It's because no, I'd rather stay home and drink a glass aka bottle of wine (laughs) and do that for myself and like it's just about balancing your time and doing what serves you and if it doesn't serve you don't do it you just said a mouthful yes brandy (laughs) i have become that friend that Mm -hmm. like cancels like i'll go ahead and make a commitment Mm -hmm. like as my present self without (laughs) even considering my future self yeah and i've learned to stop doing that because i I had this one friend who asked me like how come every time you say you're gonna go and then you you don't and i'm like well at the time, it's I felt like right doing now. it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now I don't anymore. And she's like, well, you're not a person of your word or a person of your commitments. And I'm like, while that is true, mm-hmm. um, and I would love to be a person of my commitments, but at the same time, like, I have to honor myself in all areas, whether that's past, present, or future. Yes, and I currently don't feel like yeah. going anymore. And right now, it doesn't. it's not serving me, yeah, so the answer so. is no. But <laughs> keep inviting me. I want to be invited. Yeah, keep inviting me. Yeah, I might show up from right. time to time. I want to be invited. Yeah. Yeah. But I even told her, there's a saying that I have, going even though you don't want to is disrespectful to yourself. Mm -hmm. Oh, So you just write that down. Because at the end of the day, if your current self doesn't want to go, like Mm -hmm. you're not even respecting your own boundaries. Yeah, and how I felt (laughs) on Wednesday. I don't feel like that on Saturday anymore. I'm tired Mm -hmm. today. Yeah. (laughs) I've had a week since Wednesday and I'm not going. Exactly. That's okay. That's okay. Exactly. So I also kind of want to talk about... um, dating for you Mm -hmm. with you being so successful how has that been is it do you find that it's difficult to find people on your level um yes and no um i think that there are men that know if they can approach or not and then there are the men that of course they're going to put themselves out there and they want to (laughs) just see kind of where it goes Um, But I do, honestly, I'm going to be honest and transparent as possible when it comes to my dating life. I do like dating on the same level as me. Mm -hmm. Um, And what that looks like for me is I want you to be doing, if not the same as me, doing better than me. Period. And um, I refuse to settle because I feel like I've settled a lot of times before in my dating Mm -hmm. life. And I told myself after my past situation, I was like, I'm not settling anymore and I'm not going to apologize for it. Like. Um, I'm not the girl that brings nothing to the table. I bring a lot to the table. And Period. <laughs> I bring a lot to the table. And um, I feel like my partner should be able to match that, if not elevate me. Like, yes. um, I was talking to a friend and I said, I want a guy who 
when we're sitting down at the dinner table, like, I'm like, hey, I want a red wine. And he stops me. And he's like, no, she wants the Malbec from 1994 from um, Madrid. That's the one she wants. Like, I want that <laughs> type of guy. Like, elevate me in every level of my life. Like, just teach me some things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm not going to say it's been difficult because I feel like I kind of, men kind of know. I feel like men should know the type of women that they go after. Um, but what I don't like is a guy that kind of like, me and my friend were talking about this, kind of like fangirls you. Like, yes, yes I want you to be my biggest fan, fan and supporter, but like, I don't like, don't be so thirsty. Don't yeah. be like, definitely be consistent and persistent, but don't be super thirsty because, you know, success or a certain like caliber that you think I am, because mm-hmm. that's a turnoff for me. Yeah. Like, I don't agree. fangirl me. Like, no i don't like that it's super unattractive like just a super confident like successful man just does it for me i feel you girl same yeah yes (laughs) so um have you found that like men i know that you said fangirling over you but have you experienced the other side of the spectrum where you find that men are intimidated by you oh absolutely and what has that looked like for you? Uh, How is that presented in your life? I feel like it's like, honestly, being a successful woman, you get the best of both. Because while, yes, you bring a lot to the table, but a, a, I'm not going to say a not an, an unconfident man, but some men can't take their partner doing better than them or mm-hmm. even you know like being successful they kind of want you to be dependent on them yes. while yes i am i want to be dependent on my mate because i think that if you're we can run a guy off if we're too independent if mm-hmm. they're like they're like well she don't need me yeah why i mean she don't need me um so i do want to be dependent on my mate however i think that there are some men that they want to feel like they're controlling the situation yep and if they see me or another successful woman they're like well she's not about to submit to me but no i'm very submissive i was taught to be submissive like Mm -hmm. my mother is submissive to my to my dad like i was taught that so i know how to submit to my man Mm -hmm. um if you're an alpha man i I don't i can't do beta man (laughs) don't do beta man um but if an, an alpha man like you step in you like this is this is like you're my woman however like i know you're alpha female too but i'm that like i'm that so <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, (laughs) Then, yeah, but I think it takes a a, a certain type of confident man to be able to deal with an alpha female, Mm -hmm. number one, a successful alpha female, Mm -hmm. and a woman that doesn't necessarily need you, but I want you. Exactly. And I want to be here, and I want you to be here. Um, So it just takes a certain type of man. Like, I can't deal with, like, the, like... You want to control. Yeah. No. And like you said, confident but not cocky. Yes. Now, you also just said that you want somebody that understands that you want them but don't need them. Mm -hmm. In your perspective, which do you think is, I guess, more imperative? Someone that wants you or someone that needs you? Mm. Um, Wants you. Definitely wants you. Um, because really all we need phys- technically, physically is oxygen to mm-hmm. breathe. Period. Like, that's all you really need. <laughs> you really only need oxygen. I'm, I'm choosing to be here. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be here because I love you. I want to be here because you're my person. I want to be here because you fill this 
like you 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 fill this not gonna say a void, but you feel like my other half. Yeah. Like you you need a half like a like your other half to be full. Mm-hmm. So you fill my cup, and yeah, I would definitely say want. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I would say the same thing. Yeah, because the so need like, is kind of scary. Yeah, like it's giving kind of stalker. Like, yeah, kind of like psycho, <laughs> which I like a little crazy, but not like. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, I've had my fair share of crazy. Yeah, so as too. for me, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> but period, Brandy. <laughs> so in your past experiences with dating, what are some things that you would do differently? Ooh. Um, <laughs> maybe I got a list. But I'll name the top three. Um, I would definitely, I'm not going to say dig more but like i'm just i'm so trusting because that's how i was raised like i've never I've never taught like trust no one like don't trust anybody like be hard like i was always taught to love and trust until you're shown different um what i've been what i've learned over dating and even being engaged is like you can't trust everything you can't you know as as good as it sounds and i have such an open and pure heart um just asking just more questions and like just not being so trusting. I would definitely do that different. Um, not settle. Don't settle. Even if it's like the smallest thing, like if you tell yourself, hey, I don't want to date somebody with kids because I don't have any, then not to say you got to stand on that. And if the situation makes sense for you, then do it. But I feel like I've settled in a lot of different situations where I'm like, well, I said I didn't want this, but uh, it looks it looks okay here. So I'm going to do it. And then you're mad at yourself after. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and that could go for everything. I don't even have to be with kids. It could be like, I, I said, I didn't want to date anybody who, you know, was an entrepreneur because it, it, my lifestyle doesn't make sense to them. And now yeah. I'm here and they don't get it. Like anything like that um, that you're settling with. And then, uh, ooh, not putting my dreams and what I want to do on hold for somebody else. Girl, Because I've done that before. No, yeah, I kind of made it about them and kind of was just, you know, yeah, so. I feel like that's where we kind of get in trouble with the whole submissiveness. Mm-hmm. I feel like women are taught to do that, which I think is it's great to be submissive, but at the same time, still consider your own like morals, values, mm-hmm. and your own dreams yeah. ahead of anyone else. Because at the yeah. end of the day, the longest and the only relationship that is only that's guaranteed is the one that we have with ourselves. Absolutely. Every, they can look out for them at the end of the day. Period. Yeah. Everybody yep. is. They can look out that's for them. That's also why I'm scared of a man that needs me because as soon as he gets what he needs, yep, he could. on to the next. Yep. <laughs> now he's going to, he finna find somebody he won't. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so, Brandy, as we get ready to like segue to the end of the show, I kind of just want to know um, what is some advice that you would give to young women that are looking to be entrepreneurs? Oh, um, we talked about routine earlier. Mm-hmm. I think it's so important to give yourself a routine because um, my PR told me when I was struggling with my um, with my time management, she was like, hey, like when you're creating content, because I also do, do a lot of um, influencer UGC? work. Yeah. Okay. And I was just kind of getting like a little flustered with all these, you know, these brands that I, these uh, products that I had to turn in. She was like, you need to get yourself on a time management schedule. Um, you know, if, if you're waking up at seven, you know, do do something from seven to nine. Treat it like a regular day job. Mm-hmm. Seven to nine, I'm researching. Nine to 11, I'm creating content. Um, 11 to 12, I am 
finding a vendor to do my labels. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to, then I'm going to eat. Okay. And then I'm going to, from after lunch, then I'm going to dive back into, if I have to create some more content, I'm going to get on that. Then after that, I'm going to look into some bag, bag vendors, um, getting yourself on a really good routine and like time management schedule. That's so important. Cause I think a lot of times you kind of wake up and you're like, Oh, don't know what I'm going to do today, but hopefully it's going to be something productive. Like that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't work. No, it doesn't. Like, you got to put you, and put it on a calendar and use a calendar. Like I use my calendar. Girl, same. Like, and I, my mom used to use a planner yeah, when I was yeah. growing up. She used to always buy them for me. I would write little stuff in there. Like, Oh, I have a homework assignment yeah. due. But now as a grown adult, I completely understand mm-hmm. the importance of having a planner. Like my Google calendar, every hour of my day, like I have to, same. to complete same even dinners like i like i have a dinner later on today and i'm like i'm gonna write it on my calendar that way i don't forget i was like and but i like it i'm like this is adulting for me Period. right because i will forget yeah i have a million things going on in my head mm-hmm. i have i'm thinking about this vendor this wine person this like i gotta write this down um so that would definitely be my number one thing mm-hmm. is time management and routine um don't ever feel like y'all that your idea is not good enough to pursue it Mm-hmm. Some people are like, oh, I don't want to do a boutique because there's so many boutiques. Well, yeah, but they're not going to bring what, what you you're bring. bringing to the table. Your ideas are just as golden. Yeah, you could do it a little different, a little better, a little bigger than the next, than the next person. But no idea is too small. Like, I think people are intimidated because they're like, oh, it's so many boutiques, it's so many clubs, it's so many restaurants. Yeah. You think samsung and all these other people have have let the fact that apple is taking they don't care they no, put they out a new phone every week even though like, i'm not gonna buy a, it yeah, it's all, <laughs> but it's always like there's room there's there's so much money out here to be made mm-hmm. um and then like just i know this sounds so cliche but do not give up like there is we talked about this earlier there is no dream too small there is no idea too small. God, if God put it in you, it's in you. Period. And you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I stand on that. Like, there's just there's so many there's so there's been so many times where I feel like I could have, should have, maybe failed, but He's always made a way for me. Um, and I always said, "Oh my God, you always make a way for me." Thank you. Um, and then yeah, just just find your little niche. Like that's yes. find your niche. Um, yeah, you can be good at a lot of things, but what are you great at? Mm-hmm. And dive into that and go full force into that and invest in yourself. Like maybe you can't buy that pair of shoes. Maybe you can't buy that bag, but invest in your business cards, invest in your LLC, mm-hmm. invest in your DBA, whatever that looks like for you. Um, invest in yourself. I love that. Um, okay. My last question okay. for real this time. Okay. <laughs> Brandy, a lot of people have asked me, and now I want to ask you, mm-hmm. What do you bring to the table? <laughs> what do you say before I am the table? Period. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But um I think it's important as women. Like we we essentially we are the table. Mm-hmm. We are. We bring the table, the chairs, the place settings, the the fine china, like bringing ideas and just yourself. We're we're the we're, we are the prize. At the end of the day, we yes. are the prize and we got to stand on that and believe that and know that, that we don't just bring our body. Like mm-hmm. we bring ideas. Like we are smarter. We're mm-hmm. smarter than these men. So <laughs> and they once know you it give too. Us the brains, you put us a little money into it, a little ideas and maybe we can take over the world. Period. And if you give us a cute face, you can walk into any room you want to. Period. And get whatever you want. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> you want. I love it.
<laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show, Brandy. I really appreciate Thank you for having, having me. This presence. is amazing. I'm this so glad amazing. you enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank As you, you know, like I'm new to podcasting, so I was really nervous. But no, you killed it. Really well. You killed it. This Thank is so good. You. It flows. Like yes. I'm just yeah. Period. Can't wait to see your journey. Thank you, and I would love to have you again. Please, if you're free. yeah, we got a lot more to talk about, girl. girl. <laughs> Not for real. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to tune in every week for new episodes featuring your favorite host, a girl with unpopular opinions. Be sure to follow me on all major platforms, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram at It's Alora's World. And I'll kick it back over to Brandy. Thank you for having me, girl. Please follow me on Instagram at Brandy Vaughn. That's B-R-A-N-D-I-V-O-N-N-E. Follow my liquor store, 73rd Wine and Spirits. Thank you, girl. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you, girl. <laughs>